Gearcast Podcast Emporium. Horses are definitely demons. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest and we go through all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is a fellow Jesse, Jesse Whitehead. I am the other Jesse. Yeah, um, good thing our voices sound different. <laughs> so we're talking about a person you should know of. Uh, one of the only X-Men I kind of like. Okay, so not Cyclops. Iceman! Oh, yes! Not Cyclops. Well, because he's he's like almost the opposite of Cyclops. He's likable. <laughs> he has a personality. He has a personality, and whenever he does grow a personality, he doesn't go on a, murder, a, a murderous rampage. Yes. <laughs> so. Um. So, Iceman. Um... At this time, he was an X-Factor. This was before original, um... This is original flavor X-Factor, before it became, like, a noir detective series with, uh, Jamie Madderox. Okay. And Strongman and stuff like that. Yeah. He used to be snow. He used to be mostly snow-based. And then one of the big things that happened whenever the comic was being modernized, he became Ice. Like hardened ice, and he's slowly been and he's slowly been getting more and more powerful. Also, also, okay. So I'm gonna talk about what his powers are. Um, ice. Just think of ice. It's a hey. What if a person could do that? <laughs> and then yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and but also, but also add the ability to make impossible ice slides through the air. Right, I remember that. And also, and also, he can he can like kind of teleport through water and ice. Also, that one feels like it's we're we're playing fast and loose with physics. I mean, the impossible ice slides that go across the air never fall out. Of the, that's 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 perfectly within reason. <laughs> well, that one I feel like it, it, it's easier to achieve that visually. I guess. Um, he also... I mean, he also ev eventually becomes an older person who becomes the Ice Wizard who can, like, make, like, ice constructs and stuff that does stuff. So he's basically like Elsa if... Something. A frozen joke. I haven't watched it. I was trying to make a Frozen <laughs> joke and I haven't watched it. Jesse, cut that out! Something Frozen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's better. I guess it's better than my normal bailout. Just like, oh, uh, joke, and then I just move on. I guess insert Whatever. joke here. Surprise! He's one of the original X Men. He showed up in the first X Men book in the sixties. Yeah, I feel like um, X Men One, like for being number one and launching one of the best selling uh, teams of all time, is not a super memorable book. I would argue that if there was something memorable in X-Men, they would just retcon it and make it more complicated and stupid. 
That is also true, because X-Men timelines are completely unfathomable at this point. But, but, um, I guess we're, I don't, see, the thing is, I don't know how to talk about Iceman. Like, he's, he's a fairly good character. He's an accountant. That's something. That, <laughs> he's an accountant. That's, that's more activity than most characters get. Yeah, like, he, he's an accountant, and he can do ice things. He's an Omega level, m- m- Omega level mutant, also. I, I, again, I just love that he has a job that does not involve his power one bit. I find that delightful. It, it is, it is delightful, whatever. It's just like, hey, my name is Bobby Drake, aka Iceman, aka Certified CPA. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also, he was chased out of his hometown. His parents were disappointed that he was a mutant. He went to Xavier, who made him into a child soldier. Ruined his uh. childhood. Yep. Don't have a high opinion of uh of Xavier, if you can't tell. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it, if it weren't for the fact that he's played by Patrick Stewart, uh, one of the most uh, beloved actors of all time, like, most people would not have good feelings about Charles Xavier, because the dude is a jerk. Yeah, like, Xavier, like, legit, in, like, the first forever, uh, he was, like, actively creeping on, like, a 15-year-old girl and being like, oh, I love Green Jay, Green, Green Jay, I always say Green Jay, <laughs> uh, Jean Grey, but I love her. I'm gonna spy on her psychically. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, there it is. Look, look, there's that teenage girl I'm lusting after. Yeah, uh, Charles Xavier, not a great dude. Also, he faked his death multiple times, abandoned his team, and let them think that they were, he was dead. And one time he was running around with Cyclops' deadbeat dad. Yeah. With his bird girlfriend. I don't know why this guy, people are loyal to this guy. He has not earned it at all. He brainwashed, he brainwashed the original five X-Men after he sent a, a team to take out, um, to take out the living, the, the island mutant. I forget his name. Kratoa? Um, that like sounds that. right. Yeah, but he, he brainwashed, cause like he sent them on a suicide mission and surprise, surprise, they died. Yeah. And he brainwashed people into forgetting about them ever existing. Yeah, I, the amount of, uh, effery that he does with people's brains and memories, it's so not okay, and, like, ah, uh, just wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. But, see, here's the, the problem is, when you, with, like, really long-running characters, is, it's hard to get into any, like, minutia, when their continuity is just messed up beyond reason. Like, it's hard for me to talk about X-Men characters, because I just try to get into the X-Men continuity when I talk about them, and it's... Then it just becomes a crapshoot. X-Men's not that great to me. Like, I kind of feel like, and this is a big part of why I don't read comics as much as I used to, the more sprawling it gets, the less interested I am. And the thing is, is, like, X-Men is nothing but sprawl at this point. That's why, like... I, I tend to hang out in sort of the the oddball corners of the Marvel Universe. Your Howard the Ducks, your Squirrel Girls. 
Yeah, and he's not a bad character. Uh, okay, wait, here's a thing I talk about. So, recently in Bendis's run of all-new X-Men, I think in 2014, maybe? Okay, it was kind of crappy the way it happened, but Iceman is gay. Because basically what happened is... Beast went back in time and got the young original five and brought them into the future to save them? I forget why it's... Something, 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 time travel, X-Men. Did, did it end up with concentration camps? Because X-Men plus time travel usually ends up with concentration camps at some point. Uh, oddly enough, it didn't. Um, but it did uh, produce a Cyclops that wasn't awful. Oh. Because it turned, yeah, like, because young Cyclops is not bad. I'm pro-young Cyclops. Alright, well, there's something at least. Yeah, there's something, but um, but the way the way he figured out that he was gay is like gr- young Green J- Green Jay. Why do I say that? Green- <laughs> You're gonna Jean have me Grey. saying it. <laughs> <laughs> young Jean Grey was like was uh, snooping, and she and she accidentally found out that he was gay before he figured it out. Be like, hey, do you like dudes? It's like I think I do. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Which you know, honestly, I liked how understated it was. But at the same time, like, really? Really, Gene? Like, really? Like, you let you let people find out for themselves when they're ready. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's not cool. It's not cool. I mean, it wasn't malicious and or anything. And honestly, like, it feels like that would be something that would happen. With, like, a young telepath who just doesn't really know how to control her powers that well yet. So, uh, let's just end this episode. <laughs> Alright, then. <laughs> um, plugs. Uh, yes, I'm going to be uh, hosting a new podcast very soon uh, called What Is It This Time with Jesse and Paul, where my friend Paul and I will have a rotating format. Some episodes will be uh, an interview with a comedian friend. Some episodes will be bad movie discussions. Uh, some episodes will be, you know, entertainment news for the week. Uh, it's whatever we feel like it, and uh, it's going to be released on a schedule of approximately whenever I feel like it, so maybe once a month. And uh, that should be coming soon. At this point, I'm mostly just waiting for um, the cover art to be ready. <laughs> oh, I have to wait for cover art also. <sighs> cover art. I wish I could draw things. Oh, yeah. No, I wish I knew how to use Photoshop. I do not. I mean, I could I could throw something together, but I just asked one of my one of my friends who knows how to do graphic design to use existing art. <laughs> yeah, no, same deal. I I know a graphic designer, and I said I'll give you fifty bucks to make something for me. <laughs> yes, but um, speaking of people, things, and <laughs> stuff, um, I don't want to do my plugs, so you can find stuff on the Curacast Podcast Emporium group, and uh, you know, stuff. I have no steam left, guys. I'm like, I'm like, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine joke. Right here. Well, trying to find <laughs> That's something. That's gonna go. Trying to find stuff to talk about with X-Men's, like, pulling teeth. So, yeah, we're exhausted. Yeah. But, I mean, guess what? We're gonna be talking about an Eternal next, uh, next episode. Oh. Which is so fun. Ooh. Eternals. The 
greatest group ever. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> so, so much sarcasm. Uh, so, uh, bye, bye, I guess.